Welcome to Talent Bus, where I talk with SaaS companies on how they are doing their talent acquisition. In today's episode, we have interesting topic when Johanna is joining from Halo. Halo is quite new SaaS company, but they have already a lot of products, a lot of people, because they combined three SaaS companies into one. A company called Smart, Koyo and Jubiwee combined to be one company with totally a new brand. Today we are talking about how creating a completely new brand has changed their way of doing recruitment and employer branding. We talk about how to combine three different processes, how to combine three different technologies into one place. Let's start off from how building a completely new brand has changed their way of doing recruitment and employer branding. And is it harder to recruit people now when potential employees haven't heard of the brand before? Yeah, um, well, essentially, like you mentioned, it is a bit of a challenge having a completely new name. Um, I, we became we came out with with the name Halo only about six months ago. So we haven't even had that much time to build out the new name. And definitely, like you mentioned, you know, going out to, to talking to candidates on LinkedIn, they might not know what what Halo is, and they usually might know the old companies and those names. Um, so it you need to explain a lot. Okay, so Halo is this. This is what has happened. Um, so it definitely takes a lot of additional time uh, out of the talent acquisition team, and obviously it, it is not um, as easy as it was with the old names who we've essentially all of them had been built out many many uh, years and 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 kind of established a good good name so now with halo we kind of had to uh, start from the beginning and and think about how do we how do we establish a name as a company it's on the talent acquisition and kind of talent side it's kind of the same as as what on the sales side as well, when you when you sell to companies, they might not know the new name; they know the old ones. Um, so it's kind of the same uh, process and just building out that name. But definitely, we've been aiming to be as active as possible on social media. Um, you know, doing these posts and and also I think it connects quite a lot to how we define what do we want to be as as a new company. So a lot of that kind of thinking has been going into it. And now, you know, it's been six months. Um, we've seen some some um, kind of um, uh, progress, so to say, but it's still, you know, it's still a big challenge that we need to tackle. Yeah, and uh, I would say building a brand always takes a lot of, lot of time. But then I think in the other hand, for example, if we think about, let's take Smart as as kind of one, one of the companies that kind of combined into, Halo right now, uh, Smart had a kind of good, well-known brand, but then at the same time, kind of if you want to change your brand, it is also a long process, like going from a brand that is known for something and you want to be known for some other thing, actually. So have yeah. you noticed that there has been kind of some good things in creating this new brand? So you can kind of start from, a, I would say, fresh table and kind of really, for example, in your employer branding, talk about the things that you think that are are the most valuable for you yeah i mean definitely that's also a good point it does allow kind of this clean table so to say to just define once again like 
you know, just kind of uh, forget, not completely uh, forget about the old, but essentially have like a clean slate. What do we want to be as a company? How do we want to go out? Um, what type of a uh, perception and brand do we want to have as a company? Um, so yeah, definitely that has all that has also its advantages. Yeah, yeah. How about now? Now there was kind of three companies, and now now there's one, and all the companies have their kind of own processes in in recruitment. Of course, I would say for most companies, the recruitment process look somewhat similar. There is some kind of intro call, some other course validation, maybe some kind of task phase job offer. So they are typically quite similar, but still uh, I can imagine that there has been a lot of work kind of integrating these three processes into one. So can, can you share a bit bit more on that one and kind of did you decide to integrate these into one process or do you still have kind of a few different processes running running right now? Um, yeah, well, actually, that was one of the if I talk about my kind of function, the people and talent acquisition function, um, combining the, uh, the the talent acquisition side was one of the uh, first things that we actually did, which was mostly because a lot of the team came out of the um, kind of, how would I say it, ex-COYO side. Um, so that kind of um, launched it. Uh, to be to be in a way that it was quite easy to align the uh, processes at the end of the day, um, and like you said, it's it's not like we had a lot of the same steps and same same type of things in the uh, processes anyway. Um, so I think kind of like one of the biggest things that we had to do was to establish this global uh, process. Uh, completely because um, what Koyo is kind of the uh, German-based um, company, um, and they they had they don't they didn't have international offices, whereas we on the uh, smart side we had UK and US. Um, so essentially, kind of combining all of these uh, different locations into one, and also kind of um, going about it in a way that you know, the talent acquisition is completely uh, different in the US and UK than what it is as an example in Finland. Um, so kind of defining that uh, process, do we have the exact same uh, process, global halo talent acquisition uh, process in all of the locations? Do we modify it a bit? What we essentially did was that we, we have the kind of uh, principles in place. So we have kind of this four to five stages which is always the same but obviously it can be modified based on the fact that you know in the UK they tend to be quite agency focused when it comes to talent acquisition so then taking those agencies involved and then maybe adding eliminating some some stages but all in all that was actually um, one of the kind of uh, first things that we we managed to align and and get all into one Okay, that's that's interesting to hear. How about the kind of your talent acquisition team structure? So I, I, I noticed that kind of if there are a lot of people coming, three different teams coming into one team, they might have been kind of leaders for all of these teams. And then you cannot have a team with like three leaders, maybe. Like how, how did you like assemble the team and the kind of team structure within the talent acquisition? 
Yeah, so what we essentially had was that we, um, so we had um, talent acquisition team on the, on, in the uh, German-based company, so the, the Koyo, um, and then we had one talent acquisition specialist um, in Helsinki. Um, so we essentially combined that team um into one and then well one of the one of the out of the talent acquisition team became the team lead um so so that was also just kind of combining combining the teams into into one yeah yeah you you are yourself a SaaS company offering a tool tool for for companies but then i can imagine that you had many many tools that you were using kind of within your talent acquisition within your people function can you share a bit more like how, how did you go about that one like figuring out like hey here are the different tools that we are using a lot of data scattered in different places and then you should kind of bring that one into one one place like how how does that look like as a project I think the tools kind of that was that was one of the most painful ones in the in the sense because what you just mentioned the data the the kind of getting getting all of the data into the new tool into one tool which tool do we go with um so and I think on the kind of um talent acquisition side once again it was quite simple we just switched it doesn't have that much data so we switched into what the what the um, what Koyo had been using, uh, so it was uh, Personio, and they also have the people um, kind of function. So it's also talent acquisition and the uh, HR management tool. Um, and we looked into many options when it when it was about the kind of uh, HR management. So vacation days, sick days, the the kind of people management. Um, and we aim to look at a tool which could do all of that in one same and all of the locations. Now that's not quite possible. I don't like uh, if, if anybody knows a tool which can do, you know, Finland, UK, US, uh, Germany, uh, France, please do tell me. But um, I think the US was one of the biggest challenges in the sense that you can have the kind of people functions. So the vacation days and all of these kind of somewhat set up, but when it comes to then the, benefits and uh, payroll it's it's not possible because of all of the kind of taxes and those implications um so what we then essentially still have in place is that we have uh, different tools in uh, different locations but what is same is the people management so all of the data out of the people how do the employees put in the vacation days and sick days how do they find all of the documents that they need that's all in the same place and that was yes, quite painful to get all the data into the same place and same one tool. Yeah, yeah. I think there is the kind of, of course, a part of the technology and data, but then there is always the people using the tools. Would what, what you say that that was hard to kind of, maybe not from the talent acquisition team point of view, but from kind of everyone working for these companies, and then you bring in kind of, for example, new tools where you need to put in information like what's what's that hard um I, well i i don't think the using the tool itself is difficult it's quite simple but getting adjusted to using the new tool getting adjusted to getting people to use the tool in the way that it's supposed to be used putting you know 
all of the all of the info and what they need into it how do they find the info so they don't always go to the old tool um so yeah that was that was a bit of a challenge it takes time um but i think it, it's not like it's not too difficult at the end of the day it's just you need to communicate quite a lot with the people um and show them how it's done and just be patient i guess yeah exactly exactly I think one one of the kind of biggest challenges that companies are having when they are either kind of doing a merger like this or when a kind of other company is buying buying another company is kind of bidding cultures together. And I think the, one of the biggest risks is that like people will leave the company when when there is something like this happening. So can you share a bit bit more kind of how did you plan? on kind of combining these these cultures and kind of how how did that went what has been the challenges on that one yeah oh well okay i need to go back like 12 months ago when this all kind of began so obviously that was one of the main focuses of of not just the the, the people function and the team but also the management team um on what kind of company do we build what kind of values do we believe in what is the kind of identity of the new company as as halo um so what we essentially did and, and maybe going back a bit is that obviously all of these uh, three companies had a lot of the same type of mentality um values as well so what we noticed uh, from the beginning is that even though we might have as companies uh, differences um still the kind of mentality and the people had the same kind of vibe and the feeling um so it was essentially then just combining those into one and also aiming to take something a, a little bits and pieces out of all of the uh, different um previous companies but then actually making something new so we didn't want any of the kind of things that we had to be just out of that one company and none out of the rest so it it was essentially combining those values the identity into one but then also thinking thinking what we want to be as a company we had like workshops to define as as a management team uh kind of what 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 values do we want we then defined those we also i believe had kind of these focus um sessions with with selected um people and employees to see how they feel about the values that we had we had looked at with with the management team and then also getting that feedback uh, from the employees how do they identify with these values do we need to make some changes and then based on that we launched completely new values and obviously then implementing those takes a bit of time so we had a few kind of initiatives also like mentioning them quite often giving feedback with values so we have this feedback uh, friday in which you can kind of post and and give feedback to colleagues by connecting something that they have done to to the values that we have um so those types of initiatives then kind of launch the 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 values and the identity um but it's definitely something that um you need to focus a lot and one of the biggest challenges that we had as a company was that we did all of this with with covid so we didn't have the chance to get people to be in the same place face to face we only had that chance um now in june 
which was just amazing. I think that was kind of the final step into actually unifying the whole team globally when we had all of the 250 employees in the same place, um, you know, having fun and meeting and, and just interacting. Um, so it was a bit of a pity that we didn't have the chance to do that, you know, 12 months ago, but luckily we did. And obviously now because the travel has, has eased up a bit, so we can actually now have also teams meeting up and, and, and that actually helps out a lot in building that one team, one identity, feeling, feeling united, so to say, as a company and as a team. Yeah, sounds very good. Very good. And I, I really love the idea on sharing feedback kind of based on the values, because I think it's super, super important to get, get those ones out there. But one thing that I've, I've kind of studied lately a bit is decision making. Not, not completely new topic for me, but kind of as a business owner, I feel like I'm doing more and more decisions daily. And I, I like an idea making decisions based on your values. And if you find yourself in a situation like, hey, I'm not sure what I should be doing here, like then <laughs> I open up our values, read them and think like, hey, which decision would go uh, towards our, our values? So I... Yeah, and that, that yeah, that's actually a good point. And actually, one of the questions that we 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 have on the kind of engagement um, tool is is how do you see that the team's actions um, connect to the company's values? How do you see that the actions and the decisions made um, connect with the values? So I think that's also something that is that is good to good to emphasize and also see how how the employees actually feel about it and do they actually feel that the values that the company has have been you know uh, followed up on so to say yeah can you share a bit bit more on kind of the engagement tool and did you kind of set up some clear for example goals for for this one and hey like here are the things that we want to measure and here are the levels we want to be, let's say, in three months, six months, 12 months from time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we obviously look at engagement as a, as a whole. So that includes a lot of uh, different questions when it comes to kind of health, wellness, um, you know, communication, uh, connection to the team. And then obviously we look at ENPS and we, we do set some some goals with that, but obviously in, and in times of change, it also tends to to kind of be something that it's impossible to see how how the situation will develop. But definitely, we did set some some KPIs in the beginning on how we want 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 it to develop and and essentially how we how we look into engagement. And that has been one of the biggest things that we've definitely been focusing on is uh, trying to keep the engagement. Um, as, as high as possible. Obviously, you know, when when you do something like this and when you have a lot of changes in the company, it does have an impact on, on the employees as well. So definitely keeping an eye on the engagement metrics has been something that we have been doing quite heavily. Yeah. C can you share, share a bit on kind of founding yourself in a situation where you suddenly have three CEOs and two CMOs and five head of sales or whatsoever, uh, like a lot of overlapping talents, like how mm -hmm. to navigate through that one. Yeah, that's, 
that's a big challenge, definitely. Um, so, so obviously, it's kind of about finding a place uh, for each um, employee and each kind of uh, leader and talent that we have in, uh, in the company. Um, so, so you just have to find, and also as a global company, you have a lot of opportunities. Um, so, so obviously it's about how do we align the, the teams, what makes most sense, um, who would be the best in what type of a position, uh, and then just kind of making decisions, um, based on that. So looking at the kind of skill set and the, and, and the kind of strengths of each individual and then aiming to also look into how do we combine the teams? How do we unite them? Do we still keep some uh, separate teams and, and, and functions? Um, yeah, that's maybe kind of how to go about it. Yeah. And kind of this, this kind of project combining, combining kind of multiple companies into one, it's always a big, big project, but maybe to get a little bit better understanding, like how, how kind of how big project it is. Like if, if you should say from scale one to 10, like one being that you are still kind of three different companies <laughs> under one brand and 10 being that, Hey, we really are one single company with kind of one way of doing things, one brand and all that. Like where would you say that you are on that, that journey right now? I think we've gotten close to to the 10, I would say. So, so maybe something like a nine. Obviously, you know, what helped out a lot was the when we had this big company event in June in which all of the employees came to one and, and kind of got to meet up. Um, obviously, you will always, especially with the people who've been with the uh, different companies a long time, uh, it takes time to change that mindset and change the kind of mentality. But as a company, yes, um, I think we've we've unified, we have global teams. Um, we don't have like kind of uh, separate teams, but one one global global team in each function. Um, but definitely still some some kind of um, old uh, processes and all of these, which with us is also a lot based on location. And that's not maybe so much of the you know old company x old company this but it's most mostly about the location specific needs and the way that the uh, market is going so as, as an example sales you know we have a dock based sales team uh, we have a us based sales team and those still tend to be a bit focused on on what they uh, were with the uh, previous companies but slowly also those will be integrating as well yeah yeah and kind of doing doing this kind of project uh, i can imagine that there has been some fuck-ups a lot of learnings and all all that but kind of if you would start this project all over again like what what would be a one thing that you would do differently and what would be one thing that you felt like hey we really succeed in this one like i would do it exactly the same way hmm. Well, definitely what I would do again is um, think about the communication. Um, so I think um, communication plays a key, key um, kind of a part in, a, in, in, in these types of situations. Um, so I would still kind of, even though we thought and we, I think we did communicate a lot and obviously with the tools that we have as a company, you know, we, 
we we have the the best setup to do so but it's still you know a lot of um kind of uh, you just need to communicate a lot um and maybe even to the point of over communicating so that the message uh comes across to all of the employees because people also tend to uh, forget they tend to make assumptions um so i would say just you know um communicate as much as possible because in a situation like this people want to know what's happening they want to know when things will happen and um i think we could have still done a bit uh, better with that um and also i think one of the things that i hope would have been uh, different was the covid so like i mentioned we didn't have the chance to have all of the teams in the same place meeting up so i think that would have kind of uh, made things a bit uh, i i think the kind of unifying people and the teams would have would have been uh, faster if if they had met face to face and now especially kind of post covid times even though you can do a lot of things online and completely you know uh, remote and all that is still is not the same as meeting someone face to face and spending time you know in the evening having fun um so that's one thing that i hope would have been uh, different obviously it was something that we couldn't um, control in any way um what i then think um we did quite well um is is maybe kind of um it, i think what we managed to do well is and what i'm happy with is is the values that we Uh, created with with Halo, so all of these new values and how we implemented those and made those into kind of this big um, uh, part of the identity as as a company. And that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully, you got a lot of good ideas about SaaS talent acquisition. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it on your social so others can hear it too. And if you have a topic in mind that you would like me to cover in this podcast, share it with me as well. I'm Samuel CEO and co-founder in Talently, where we help fast-growing SaaS companies in their talent acquisition. Make sure to follow us, make sure to follow this podcast and have an awesome week. Bye-bye.